Welcome to How to Decorate from Ballard Designs, a podcast all about the trials and triumphs of decorating and redecorating your home. Each week, we'll help you unleash your inner decorator. I'm Caroline, and I'm on the marketing team. And I'm Taryn, and I'm a product designer. And I'm Liz. I head up the Ballard creative team. We're your host. Join the expert team at Ballard Designs for tips, tricks, and tales from interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world. Plus, we'll answer a listener question at the end of each show. So don't forget to send them to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. Yes, we love answering them. Now, on with the show. Okay, so our guest today is Mary Beth Anderson. She specializes in unscripted television, best known for producing HGTV's Brother vs. Brother, Restored by the Fords, My Lottery Dream Home, Design Star, and Good Bones. She started her career in 2001 on TLC's breakout hit, Trading Spaces. She's also worked for Discovery Channel, Travel Channel, Food Network, HBO Max, Amazon Studios, <laughs> National Geographic, NBC, ABC, and Fox. <laughs> To name a few. Just a few. <laughs> if there are more than that, that's you're a busy lady. <laughs> MB's okay, she, you you go by MB, so I'm gonna say that. I hope people doesn't don't get confused. Her most recent, most favorite show to date <laughs> is Design School with Ballard Designs. <laughs> so yes, Yay! we are debuting our very own television show launching March twenty-fourth. Uh, Mary Beth was our fearless leader, and so we're going to talk all about the show, what people can expect, and then we'll also chat about all of your experience producing design television, what goes into that, maybe some behind the scenes of what people probably don't know, all the challenges that go in. I mean, it was a logistical challenge enough to produce our show, and it wasn't even a makeover show. So Mary Beth, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. So good to be here. Very flattered to be a guest on the show. <laughs> well, designer. you and I I'm spent a lot adjacent. of time. Yeah. Yes. You have been privy to a lot of design makeovers, a lot of design information, a lot of edutainment, you know, mm-hmm. over the years. So I I would consider you a, a design expert, if not Thank a you. I'll take it. I'll take it, Caroline. <laughs> That's high kudos from you, my dear. <laughs> You and I spent a lot of time together back in January when we were shooting, but let's talk about design school. I don't even know where to start. It's funny to even be sharing this with people because we've been working on it kind of under wraps for a oh, while. I can start. Well, I'm so excited. How did, who started this? You or Caroline? Who's on top of this? Who is the first piece? <laughs> Many of our listeners may not know this. Our parent com- company is QVC. Um, QVC approached us last year about turning our podcast into a television show or some, you know, something adjacent. So that was kind of the genesis. But then Mary Beth, I don't really know where you came into the into the equation. Well, I'd been in touch with QVC to kind of help spearhead some new content for their streaming platforms. Um, And they were really called QVC plus QVC plus HSN plus absolutely. And they were really excited about y'all and Ballard Designs and the idea of taking how to decorate and translating that visually. And so they connected us, Caroline and I, and we kind of sat together and talked about, you know, Ballard Designs as a brand and like how y'all engage your, it's a community. It's a community of consumers, right? It's so much more than just a shopping outlet. It's just such a hub. Um, And then how could we translate that visually? You guys are so Mm -hmm. excellent at communicating on your podcast. So it was quite a high task to kind of Uh, bring something to the screen that would not only um, 
that would just help enhance and elevate the conversation that you guys are already doing so beautifully. Uh, and so that's how design school was born. And, um, yes. you know, Caroline and I kind of worked together to c create something that would be juicy for the eyes. That would be just a joy to watch. And I, I think we're successful. I'm so excited <laughs> for everyone to watch. It is such a good show. And I'm, I'm biased a little bit, but like I tried watching it with, with clean eyes and, it's so much fun to watch. Agreed. Agreed. Can we talk about the format a little bit? Because it's not a makeover show. It really is all about teaching different design elements by walking through homes that were designed and were walking through with designers. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah Mary Beth, talk about the, the format. Yeah. The, the show's kind of twofold, right? It's each episode features one designer who's Atlanta based and we're talking about one broad design concept, right? Whether it's matching um, color and pattern or how do you design for an extended family, like for large multi-generational living or how do you maximize design in a small space, right? There's all these different problems that come up in any house in any project. So what we did was we toured with Caroline as our guide through all these gorgeous homes. Like it was just one beautiful home after another. It was exceptional. And then after that, um, Caroline and our feature designer on each episode head to the Ballard Design store and then answer a viewer write-in question, our design dilemma, which was a lot of fun. And what was really cool about that was seeing how successful everybody was at answering these questions, utilizing uh, Ballard Design's products. So it was, it was really cool. Um, to meet everyone, to see all the homes, to see all the beautiful Valor Designs product, of course. Like, in the, that was like the big takeaway for me was like seeing how great the product looked in everyone's <laughs> houses because the designs were so drastically different. And like, you know, Andre Jordan Hilton had like a really beautiful modern home that had these like pieces in there that were just modern and exquisite. And the same pieces could be seen in a different house. And it was just like a tra transitional take on the same kind of item. So that was really exciting for me as a producer too. So, so anyway, so each episode's a beautiful, sumptuous house tour, and then a really great deep dive and um, viewer question and answer with our key designer. You're totally right about the products. There were like probably four or five products that were used multiple times throughout the show and just looked vastly, vastly different. I mean, you know, yeah. these were being used in houses that were not at all alike. And so it was really cool to be like, oh yeah, we saw that, you know, like the antelope rug, for example, mm -hmm. we saw it in basically every color, you know, in a hallway, in a bedroom, like it was, so that was kind of like a fun little, you know, lesson that things, it's all about context, you know, yeah. and what you put it with is. Well, that's like kind of the fun extra layer of the show, right? It's design school with Ballard Design. So part of our process was putting Ballard Design's product in each of the homes that we toured. And half the fun was seeing how that product was utilized. And it was amazing, in my opinion. <laughs> and, we, and honestly, we didn't put that much. Like no. most of the houses already had some of our pieces. Yes, almost. Already. I think every single one did. Yes. Yes. That was always really it's fun. It's very cool. To see the or see to see the organic pieces. Yes, <laughs> designers' favorites and everything they've already used in the tabletop and everything that was so cool. I love Taryn. What were your takeaways? Because I know you saw it for the first time. I today. did, and I definitely, of course, 
thought, I should be working, but I'm going to watch this TV episode instead. So it was a very weird thing for me to be like, no, I'm doing this for work. Um, <laughs> but I um, I loved the format. I love the fact that first you get to kind of meet the designer and hear that what they were thinking for the home and to really hear about the family that lived in the home. Because as we've done on here for so much, you know, for so long is just speaking to how people live and really how you can make you know your home better so that you can make life easier or you know and make it beautiful so I think that was very infused from the beginning is just seeing what you could do and especially the takeaway of like you also know where to buy that product is I mean I think it's kind of a big thing right because we always see these beautiful spaces and they're like I don't even know where to start and a lot of those places, you're like, well, we can tell you. Here it is. Like, go get it. Um, that part was cool. And then I loved the um, design dilemmas and the way you translated, you know, what we do here into a real visual, which we don't do. We just speak it out. So that part, I think everybody who listens to the podcast will love because it's like the real, the is the exact same, but way better. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love when they run around the store and like, and grab things and pull it all together. And it's really fun. A little supermarket sweep. It is a little bit. I don't know. I think that we'll see the how the show really echoes the podcast, but they're, they are very different. I mean, the show is like, obviously, the podcast on steroids. And I think there are a lot of listeners who have you know, follow the show and, and love the show, but then also are like, like, I wish I could just like walk through that design mm-hmm. like, as you're, you know, questioning about the book or looking at their portfolio like I wish I could see what you're talking about and this is where you can Mm -hmm. do that you know so how did you decide what designers to do well it was important to us I mean there's we were shooting in Atlanta so the first thing was you had to be in the Atlanta metro area which is completely an embarrassment of riches there's just so many fantastic interior designers in the Atlanta area um and so it was hard to choose who to have on the show for us it was really important that we showed a real range of different styles and approaches to design and I think we were really successful in that and then the other thing that was important is that the house kind of had to tie into an overall theme for each episode so I feel like there's something for everybody um, and we were intentional in that. We didn't want every single house that we toured to look the same as the previous episode. I think everyone really had a distinct and unique point of view. And it was fun to kind of dive in and, you know, film it. It was great. Yeah. And that, I think, really speaks to what we believe as a brand, too, which is that your house should be unique to you. Like there should be there shouldn't be a one size fits all and what works for this person could be you know it could be the same uh like overall concept but you should interpret it in your own way i I mean y'all i can't even tell you how magical these spaces were in person the first episode that might have been my favorite house but they were oh god they were just all so good and i bet and mary beth your crew did an amazing job really capturing the homes because i think what always is such a like it's fascinating but also sometimes disappointing like when you see a photo shoot of a of a space like if you go to a show house for example and then you see the photos you're like oh like you know in a still photograph it just looks very different than if you were to walk through the room like it's so much more magical in person and so I think getting to see the video of it you really get to 
experience and in a way that just looking at photographs or even looking at a design book which i still love but like it's not it's not it's the that, same <laughs> it's that 360 view i mean our crew is incredible and you know the team that we had filmed this i've been working with them for years and this is our wheelhouse like um just big time wheelhouses home design interiors and of all you know of all price points right <laughs> we're just as comfortable and like you know your typical american house and then also like the multi multi-million dollar homes that we sometimes are lucky to film in and so it's just translating those spaces beautifully is what they do best and so it was really fun to kind of spend time and and film everything and then the team that edited everything together too also like comes a lot of them come from the home space and so crafting those stories after we film is just as important as when we're out there filming them and the team's just incredible so it's been a lot of fun to pull these shows together and everyone has been so nice. I mean, everyone on the group. <laughs> Did you think so? Like, it's gonna be me. So... <laughs> no, no, not at all. But I mean, you know, yeah. anytime you have like, you're like, oh my gosh, like I could just spend time with you for like months. I probably don't can't, but you know, like it was just a really good like energy. Uh-huh. I think. Agreed. I mean, honestly, that's one of my biggest things when I'm pulling a team together is like, are you an awesome person? Is it good vibes only? Yeah. Are you an awesome, like a great person who's talented? And I think my big philosophy for making any show, whether it's design school or anything else, if you're not having fun behind the camera, then the viewers aren't going to be having fun watching what's happening in front of the cameras. Uh-huh. That vibe that we create on set has to transcend 24 seven, the whole time that we're filming. So if you aren't having a great time, Caroline, and if the designer's not having fun, and if I'm not having fun watching, what's the point? You know what I mean? So, Uh you know, it was a really great team. Thank you for saying that. That's actually super important. (laughs) (laughs) Were you ever concerned that not having the makeover element would like not be dramatic enough for what people expect from like design television? No, because I think shows like House Hunters and, you know, My Lottery Dream Home, which I've produced, those are all house tour shows. And then also like, you know, 80s Open Door, like there's a lot of successful house tour series out there. And I think that with you don't necessarily need the renovation to see how successful uh, a design can be. And it's a lot easier to shoot. (laughs) And we just get right to the good part, which is the pretty picture, frankly you know, without having to do the crash bang boom of the demolition and all the crazy months in between of pulling it all together before you get to the good stuff. But what a treat to get all the good stuff with the designers who created those spaces and then get the behind the scenes on what they were thinking and why they made the choices that they made for a certain fabric or a wall color. It's, I think that's just so fun. All the tangible takeaway, I call it. Those good tipsy nuggets. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, what'd you do here? What'd you do there? What were you thinking? I, and, I, you know, Caroline, it was fun for all of us to watch along with you. You did such a good job of hosting the show, really. And just being the eyes and ears of the viewer at home, right? It's just asking those questions that we're all mm-hmm. thinking. And you're a complete natural. For sure. Must be all those hours that you guys are doing <laughs> the podcast. You know what I mean? We're only Side on 300, episode 301. Yeah, you're like, hey, not my first rodeo. Because it's just like, oh, you know, Michelle Grotch is a great example from our first episode. I would never in a million years pick out some of these patterns or colors together. And then she's like, yeah 
you just need these three and you start with a big print and then you do something small and then you do this or with Kate and Latham from Gordon Dunning and they're like yeah you need the squint test and is it the same color and like those kind of lessons that you learn right on it's just such a privilege and an honor you know. So how many episodes did you tape and in what time frame like how quick is this? We only filmed for 10 days, which is insane. And we had eight episodes. So we filmed a whole season in about two weeks. It's amazing. Is that like, is that your Mm -hmm. normal, like, crazy pace? Is that, or did you feel like it was fast? I mean, we, we felt fine. You know, we could always shoot more. (laughs) I would always love more time to shoot the B-roll. You know what I mean? It's just the B-roll is like the footage of the home. But I feel like we were successful. I feel like we were able to capture what we wanted and needed in the time that we had. It it worked out really great. Like it felt for a new, you know, half the team came in and half the team were new in Atlanta. And obviously, Caroline, you and I never filmed together before. But it felt like we'd been doing it for years, like right away, (laughs) which was a true testament to like, the strength of the show and how fun it was to make. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like definitely by like day three or you're like, oh, okay, okay. It's yeah. like we have a good rhythm That's going. That's great. Yeah. I said, we're fine um, now. We're over the hump. Yeah. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, we, this is it. It only it really happened yeah. quickly. I was like, oh, you're good. You're, you got it. Yeah. Okay, so I know, again, you had to find the designers, but this, of course, was like my internal thought was, oh, my gosh, did all these families, how did they clean up their houses fast enough and disappear? Because you're showing designers showing off their work. So they're showing their projects. Yeah, so it's clients' homes. And all I could think is if they called me and they're like, hey, can you be clean next week? I'd be like, oh, Let's find where she put those lamps. Where did she originally put them? Like, you know, where you like move things or something. (laughs) So how did that part work? Well, we had magical elves, uh, 100% that came in before we ever showed up with our cameras to help kind of make everything great. Listen, there's one thing I've also learned in all my years in design television. And most people don't live the way that we see in magazines and on TV shows. Like, that's just not real life. And if you were to show up at any one of our designers houses or back to those houses today, like, we're human beings and we live in human homes doing human things. It's just never a showpiece. But when it's time to turn the house into the showpiece, I know exactly who to call to help make it so. And we had a great team in Atlanta to help kind of beautify the homes before the cameras rolled. And that was really fun. They came in the day before to kind of put out the flowers, make sure everything was cleaned up and tidy and put things away and kind of help the homeowners who hosted us um, get set which was great. That's great. And then you pretty much told each homeowner, I assume, like, we will be here on this day. So they really only had to be clean yeah. one day. Okay. That's a little mentally better. And then we paid for a cleaner to come after ah. So it was, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was so, good. Okay. I didn't know that Just part. in case y'all were <laughs> yeah, filthy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Got yeah. it. Check. <laughs> well, we really did like I'm a kidding. legal trace. You know what I mean? We're like, it should be cleaner than we leave. But it is still like, what, 25 25- 26 people on our crew mm-hmm. like trampsing through your house and we were booties mm-hmm. and we have tennis balls and all of our stands and it's you mm-hmm. know we've been here before so we know how to take good care but we're still in your garage eating snacks and I'm sure there's a couple of granola bar crumbs somewhere so the cleaners <laughs> came in after we left. So are there some tips and tricks you always find using for these kind of homes because you kind of spoke to that about the flowers and stuff so what are some other tips and tricks that again would just make our houses look more beautiful? like you do in your show I think well I think like a bowl full of fruit is a home room every time on the kitchen counter just find a beautiful bowl 
leave it out always. And just when you go to the market that week, either buy a lot of apples or just put everything right there. And it can be something practical and useful, but also gorgeous to look at. And that's like a really smart investment. And that I always like a bowl of something on a counter. I also like for each house to be telling a story a little bit, like it should have a narrative somehow. Um, on this, I think on the series, it was more about the florals, but on other shows, like when I've worked with the property brothers, like we're really telling a story. So like if we're going into the kitchen, I, usually it's around the kitchen, if I'm being honest, it's like, are we having a breakfast moment? Are we having an afternoon snack moment? Are we just having like some fruit and a flower moment? Are we putting a breadboard out? You know what I mean? Like Michelle's house that we featured, she had a beautiful, it was a Ballard Designs breadboard actually, but it was a breadboard with bread in there. And that was like a very simple thing. So that's something that we always do. I think like having things kind of paired off, like if you were to look at my desk right now, it's a nightmare and I'd never want cameras on it, but like putting some stuff away um, before you film just helps to like let the eye soak in the design. So it's not overly cluttered. So it just allows what we're trying to capture shine through rather than seeing like your mixer on the counter, <laughs> you know? And <laughs> B, were you familiar with Ballard before like being approached with the show? Yes. I was definitely familiar with Ballard designs, but now I'm like a rabid fan Ballard design girl. <laughs> and I'm like, all I can think about is like how much I want to call and do a virtual visit. Cause I live in new Orleans right now and I don't have a store here mm -hmm. to like help with my sunroom. And Yes. So yes, I'm a fan of the brand, um, but like <laughs> definitely more of a mega fan now. I was like, it's dangerous. Like there's so many good things, like from the linen colors and the paper shaped bowls. Like you guys have something for everyone. And I definitely found my part of that store when we were in there uh -huh. filming the design dilemmas. That was like, there I am. Yeah. So, you know. And there's so much to play with yeah. in one spot too, that again, I think that's the part where you're yes. like, well, I could do those drapes, but if I do those drapes, I'm now going to need new bedding. So yeah, it's a dangerous place. <laughs> it's a real, it's a yeah. real slippery slope, real slippery slope. Yeah. 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 Our stores really do become a bit of a playground for design. Uh, which is shown in the show itself as well. Caroline at some point is literally squishing Cheetos into a fabric swatch, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was cringing and you said that you're like I'm like I'm like you didn't say cringing but you said something to that extent and I was like yeah like it yes hurt, it I think you said me. that I was like I, so I really don't want to do this <laughs> I know that this is gonna and be awful it's Maggie like nightmare. dumping wine just like like the rest of some big wine glass and I was like absolutely not it, that's the kind of Yes, the context of this it is was perfect. We were, sh we were showing how easy our performance fabrics are to clean up. And so we were demonstrating That's common, a lie. You know, spills. Caroline was just drunk um, at the store and just going rogue. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. Spilling wine everywhere. We had to take her out. She wishes. Yeah, I figured sure. I was not even yeah. out of here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. The... No, I was hopped up on so many pain relievers because the truth of the matter is that I was so Oh my sick. gosh. Like had the world's worst sinus infection. And so you can kind of, most people probably won't be able to tell, but I could tell I was a little like, you know, sound like your head is in a jar oh kind no, of sound. Oh no, Carolyn. It's fine. 
she really was a trooper because she felt so sick the whole time and we were like surely she'll feel better and it was like nope i just kept getting worse in fact the last two days were probably the worst i felt i mostly felt bad for the makeup artist because i was blowing my nose so much (laughs) just so gross but he was like having to come touch up my makeup like every two minutes Don't worry. We added oh, out the so sniffles, sorry. Caroline. Yeah. You're all good. There's a lot more <laughs> editing, but it's fine. It's totally fine, Caroline. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. In the last episode, she's it. just like has a blanket tucked around her and like holding tissues. <laughs> On this episode. <laughs> I mean she would like lay on a blanket and then be a little while. Like yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh go. you poor thing. Oh, you poor thing. You she did no, so okay. well considering it was you great, would never though. know you, uh, the utmost professional that is like <laughs> mostly i was just like i have to like there's so many people here and there's so many people that have left their families and are here in atlanta and like you know up at five to get all the stuff moved in and i don't know i just was worried that i was gonna like let people down or something and i knew how hard everyone else was working so it's like okay like i can rally for a few hours so you rallied yeah. you rallied big time so thank you for that my only request is maybe next time if there's a next time we could like do it in the summer you know not in the midst of flu season <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's a smart idea well you didn't yeah. you didn't make it look like you were freezing if when you were outside so great job again guys. you haven't seen that episode <laughs> there's one episode okay there is one episode okay i haven't seen all the episodes yet so i love it we were in Ansley Park and she like we just didn't have a right coat for you to wear and it was just like there's just there's only one <laughs> shot that I've seen so far where she's outside you can see her breath in a silk tank top and I'm like oh my gosh had a sinus infection it was quick but it was that was a, actually really funny time like I in hindsight was it was like, oh. funny at the time I was like I am unhappy but no but it was so funny because like we were doing you yeah. know, i was trying to like introduce what like the who we were saying and where we were going and i finally got all the words right but right as i was like finishing my sentence a tear just like streaked down my face from <laughs> from like the wind blowing you know and so i was like okay uh-huh. i think we're gonna have to reshoot that so one cold. because my eyes are literally watering and i know you can see that <laughs> yeah makeup comes in it's all okay. good. No. Pets are out. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm... so weird <laughs> that you were sick. I can't imagine why that happened. <laughs> somebody making you film outside without a coat? Oh. It was a good it was such How a rude. good episode though. Like Bill so Bill Peace was the designer for that episode and I mean, y'all both know him because we've worked mm-hmm. with him before. Uh-huh. Um, but he's like such a character and it was such a great house and I mean, gorgeous view and yeah. Every house is great in its own unique way. So, yeah. Now that house sparkles. What were your favorite moments? I Well, it was going to be just more of a logistical. Of, and some of these homes, I imagine there are little areas that are really hard to shoot in. Do you, do you find that to be – I guess there's bigger rooms and smaller rooms. But some of those details, does your team have any issues shooting in weird spaces? I mean, no, yes and no. We're all large humans, which is funny. Like my team is actually quite tall and big. We know how to like work around a mirror so you can't see the uh-huh. camera and where do you put your uh-huh. lights? It's really mirrors are the hardest thing. Basically, we can usually like get a camera 
and widen out the lens enough that we can see the uh-huh. room. But if you're actually tackling a mirror too, it can be really hard. And we featured two bathrooms on the show, one with Justin Key Williams and one at Bill Peace's project. And those are tough because it's uh-huh. just, where do you hide the people? Some rooms didn't get featured because of logistics, right? Like it okay. just didn't work or you only have so much time in the show. So we're not in every single right. room of every house. But what we chose to shoot helped kind of tell the story of the point of view for that designer for that particular client in that particular home. Gotcha. Yeah, the one okay. home that was probably the, I would imagine the hardest yeah. was Gordon Dunning just because like it's a 1200 square foot house. So it was very petite. And, you know, if you know Gordon Dunning's work, like it is maximalist so there's uh-huh. a, there a lot of furniture and like it's i mean it's so well done but that was definitely the one where it's like oh okay like you're right there the camera's right there <laughs> in your face yeah <laughs> like hello okay and it was raining that day it was like the one day it was really really rainy out and we just didn't have a, a lot of room to put the crew anywhere so it was like sitting on the ground and hiding in a room and like you'd open a door and be like a little room that we weren't like featuring it was just like people lined up with like our little snack carts like hanging out it was snow white so. there's a whole bunch of dwarfs like all in one room you have no idea <laughs> Taryn yes like literally yes like you don't even be like hi and then they actually they had a studio out back so a lot of the team was back there too so but you know keeping it clean like no muddy feet right oh, so gosh. you're like coming in you, you have to put on your booties you have to wipe off your feet then you have to like mop and mm-hmm. it's a thing it's a real thing but you never know. Yeah. That's the magic no. of it all. And in all so, the shows you you've listed, you never know. Again, you're just like shooting these beautiful homes. And uh, yeah, I mean, all of those. I've been like, wow, these homes are so perfect. So it's it's always fun to hear the behind the scenes. <laughs> it's fun. It is fun. I mean, like I said, every house. I mean, listen, on some of the HGTV shows I've done, it's like, you know, we're scrambling to finish for the big reveal. Like that's the day we're shooting it. And, you know, usually the team is pushing till the very end. It's like, don't open the closet door because, like, the paper towels and, like, construction materials will just, like, come falling oh my out, gosh. you know? Yes. And on magazine shoots, it's like, if you looked behind mm-hmm. the camera or catalog shoots, too, I'm sure, it's a disaster zone. You know what I mean? Like, if people only right. you know, it just looks good for that one spot, you know? <laughs> yes. So, same thing yes. happens. It's being, you know unattainable goals mm-hmm. that's what we do perpetuate uh-huh. unattainable goals, is that that should be what you tell people you do i just yeah. perpetuate yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. sorry so sorry <laughs> it is and it, it i think it's but when you go to watch it and you're relaxing at home there's some sort of escapism in that of like this idea of uh-huh. a beautiful home and it it does help elevate the design when it's not mm-hmm. you know crazy so <laughs> I mean, I'm not coming to shoot my desk yeah. right now. At well, all. It is receipts. It's a things. good point too, though, because at the same time, yes, you are really showing homes that are true homes. It is like you said, though, we all have yeah. that one desk, that one closet, yeah. you know, because yeah. we we're humans. One so, zone. yeah, no, you you still yeah. inspire more than you perpetuate. <laughs> we will. We all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll How did it. the experience of shooting this one differ from like property outside of just the logistical challenges you would normally have? Well, it's branded content, right? We're doing it with in tandem with you guys. And so it was really a lot of fun to not only um, give these like, you know, capture these amazing design tips and tricks, but also how do we act as an extension of Ballard Designs in a really beautiful mm-hmm. and aligned way. And that was part of the challenge. And, you know, sure, certainly like when I'm, 
always say I help designers enhance what they do. So like when I work with the Property Brothers, like I'm helping Jonathan and Drew perpetuate who they are, right? Everybody knows the Property Brothers and can think of what a typical Property Brother project would look like. Same thing with Leanne Ford when I shot Restored by the Fours with her and her brother, Steve. You know, she has a very distinctive look. So it's helping to translate that story properly. This time it's a little different because obviously it's airing on QVC Plus, which is a place where you can watch and shop, right? And so it was a fun and exciting challenge for me to kind of, how do we incorporate shopability and product prominence in a way that's not... Mm -hmm icky and beautiful. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's a way that's really shoppable and fun. And so that was what really set this project apart. And it was a really exciting challenge. And I think that we did it in a really beautiful way. It's working. Um, my <laughs> post team, uh, my, our co-executive producer Cam has bought a couch. She bought two cocktail tables. She spent like $800 on pillows. I'm like, literally like have so many things saved to purchase. Like it's a problem. It's effective is what it is. So anyway, uh, we're excited for everyone to watch because it's working. That's what was really fun about this project. And it's something that I really believe in. In 2008, I opened my production company to do just what we did together in January, which was to create branded content to be streamed and so for me, it was a real payoff for something that I truly believe in and that that you can make really beautiful, engaging, dynamic content that incorporates a brand, but it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be a commercial. You know what I mean? It can be kind of like what how to, this podcast is, right? Like, yeah, sure, it's put on by Ballard Designs, but that's not that just happens to be where we're yeah. listening together. And that just happens to be the brand that you guys are associated with. It's so much more. And I feel like design school. Yeah, is I feel so like that's what more, is right? sort of Taryn and Liz. I don't know about you, but for me, it's like, okay, yes, we're a retailer. We do want to sell product because that's how we have jobs. But even if you aren't going to buy something right. from us, I want you to at least have something to take away from listening to the podcast or, and I feel like the television show, I mean, that really was at the heart of each episode too. It's like, yes, we want to talk about the product. We want to mention things that mm -hmm. we know people would be interested in and where they can find them. But even if you have no interest in buying it, you can still find the joy and the, um, the lessons. Yeah. Way. It's really, it's really so much more about the yeah. joy and the love of a design. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which completely, completely. that's what the brand's always been based on. I mean, I've only been with the brand for 15 years, <laughs> but since I've been there, it's always been keeping her very inspired, you know, and we're not saying we're the one and only place to buy everything because then you just look like a catalog shop. And so we know that. Um, but, you know, giving her the tools she needs and we've, mm -hmm. you know, that's still the heart of it. And I think it's the heart of the show, mm -hmm. too, is like these spaces are inspiring. Yeah. We just help you if you are like. I wonder where they got those bowls. Mm -hmm. We got you. We're like, we know where you can get There's those bowls. There's a QR code exactly. <laughs> baked into every yeah. episode. It'll take you right to a page that has everything on it. So yeah, oh yeah. Yep. So keep your phone handy yeah. when you watch. Yes. Yeah. And I timed the QR code with my phone at home. <laughs> got my camera out. Made sure I can scan it. Oh, like cool. it's been tested, tried and true. I'm like, what does it look like if it's across? The <laughs> get it? It'll still be there. So um, nice. Yeah, it was a fun challenge. I, I'm just so excited about it. Like you know, we're all on Instagram swiping up, right? And I think there's just so many different ways to 
like mm-hmm. have product be curated for you as a viewer. And we're all getting information from so many different places. I think that this is a really fun way to interact yeah, you do so much with, with HGTV. And I, I mean, do you feel like, well, you must feel like this is the future of design TV or I, I don't know. I guess I'm just curious because of, you know, streaming is like so much more. I don't have cable, so I don't watch HGTV because I don't have it. What should we expect, do you think? You know, I think it's the wild, wild west out there. I think a lot of the, you know, traditional cable networks are trying to figure that out. And I'm happy to be uh, in conversation with brands. It's like another way that I can create content that's inspiring and fun to watch. And, you know, I think you don't necessarily, you don't, I haven't had cable since 2010, right? Like it's just been forever. And lots of people are creating different programming now. And this is just another outlet for that so we don't know what's going to happen you know what i mean they really are like literally trying to figure it out as we speak so it's a fascinating time to be a content creator especially like in the longer format like yes i make tiktoks too <laughs> i have a tiktok due tomorrow you know what i mean but or not a tiktok i guess it's a short form but it's just a fascinating time to be creating unscripted content you know there's just so many ways and um places to get it and so many Maybe, ways how did you to make get it into this design niche i know you started it at trading spaces but like what led you there ding 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 um so that show was produced by this company called banyan productions which at like in the early aughts was creating like um a dating story makeover story wedding story and trading spaces and i loved those shows like in my sorority house when i was in a sorority like one tv because i'm so old there was like you know two tvs with cable but one tv would be like a soap opera and then the other tv would be like daytime tlc and i could just watch it for hours i was just it was the first time that normal people's stories were kind of reflected back at you in a way that was fun to watch as a young woman and I, I literally spent hours watching them. I just couldn't get enough of it. And that's where I went after I graduated. Uh, I went and worked at Banyan Productions. And I worked on a few shows with them, developed some TV shows, worked on the labor and delivery show for Discovery. And then uh, in, like a position came up with Trading Spaces. And so it was just blowing up. Like when I started the production company, you know, you call up people like hotels, like, hi, I'm from Banyan. We make a wedding story. And then within like, four weeks the wedding story was like hi I'm from Banyan we make a we make training spaces like the show just blew up and I did that and it was an unbelievable ride and that was the first time I really you know worked in the home space it was one of the first big home shows like it was a mm-hmm. juggernaut of a series like I'll never work on anything that was as like part of a culture as trading spaces was you know what I mean it was just for the time it was a runaway hit the secret sauce of that show is that we were all very young. Like the average age, I think of the crew was like 25 years old. We wow. really did those spaces. That, yeah. We were, I don't even know. Like they gave like the youngest people in the room the reins. It was nuts. And then we really did do those rooms in two days. And then when I say we, it would be like the cameraman would be painting. <laughs> the audio guy would be there like closing pillows by hand. And we would all help load them in. Like Hildy Santo Tomas, who was a designer on that show, like taught me how to reupholster a couch mainly because she just needs someone to help her reupholster the couch but now i you know have tax grips and know what to do and like have reupholstered couches um we learned a lot uh just executing the show and that was a real like crash course into it and we invented the reveal in the united states like that show i still am like revealing spaces on hgtv or any other the networks that i work with in the home space 
the same way that I did with Paige Davis back in 2004. You know what I mean? Nothing's changed. <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> I, so, love, I um, love that you bring that up because so, it's usually Hildy's rooms that I was always like, Hildy, honey, how are you going to get that done? And so to know that she put everybody to work was great. Gun the glue gun <laughs> scars to prove it, Liz. Like those turkey feathers didn't just end up on the wall by magic. It was like me and another gal sitting there, like throwing them off. Oh, like it was my crazy. gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. But you know, Hildy like was, you know, is an artist to her core. And what I give her a lot of credit for was that she was creating those spaces before Pinterest, before the internet was so pervasive. Like it really was her brain coming up with an idea and executing on the fly. And so it was really fun to have a front seat to her process. And she was very generous and sharing her like skill set and was just a joy. So, you know, I don't think I glue my furniture to the ceiling, <laughs> but she did. It's funny like how that show even just launched so I mean Vern Yip like we had Vern Yip he's got yeah. two books we've had him on yeah. the show twice you know he did a book signing in the store I mean love him he has a line of products and like I, I mean I, I was like Genevieve Gorder I she had Genevieve. sort of like a um boho flair to her rooms which I liked yeah and then okay at one point I, you had mentioned Ty Pennington like, cause I know he's has something in Atlanta. I don't know. He was like a, on the, on a list at one point for, to be one of yeah. the designers. And I was like, Oh my God. Like I was, I was real. <laughs> Did your heart I was like, I won't be able to, I won't be able to interact with him. I'll be too, like <laughs> too nervous. <laughs> he's, a, he's a normal person just like you. And yeah, he just finished the Otis building in Atlanta, which was really cool. And he lives with his wife in Savannah. So he's based out, he's from Atlanta. So he's, based out of Georgia. Actually, when we were filming Caroline, I went out to dinner with Vern and his husband and Lee Seaman, who was the initial executive producer of, of Trading Spaces. So it was That's a big awesome. TS reunion while I was in town. Which was yeah, I was like, oh, Ty Pennington. Yeah. Oh my God. So. <laughs> oh, Ty. Oh, Tiger. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He's the same as he ever was. He's just a fun, he's a fun guy. So what is, what's next on your horizon? Like what are some exciting projects coming down? Can you tell us about any of them? I'm the lamest. No, I can tell you, unfortunately, I have a whole bunch of product, uh, product projects out there that are products in a way, in the sense that I helped develop and create them. And we're waiting from networks to green light, yes or no, or where we're at, but we're like at very advanced levels of green light sitch. So I'm hoping to find out here soon, and then I can start maybe one day talking about it. But a lot of fun projects in the works, um, some design related, some not but all really exciting and a whole lot of fun. Same thing with like joyful people doing fun, loving things behind camera and in front of it. So mm -hmm. it's been a real gum up of not being able to talk about things, but they're <laughs> really, really good. Okay, Everyone good. will want to watch, yes. Um, and then like, you know, with my production company, Junk Drawer Media, you know, I've been really leaning into this whole branded side of things. I'm so excited about it. Like, like I have been since... In 2008, I did a project with National Geographic and Ameriprise Financial Group about people who were living their dream life, and like, you know, saving for it or whatever. And that was my first foray into kind of like unscripted programming aligned with a brand. You know, that's how why I started my business was to do that. And it took a little while to like, get everybody bought in <laughs> on the idea that brands could kind of be creating their own content successfully. So, you know, I've been doing a lot of work with brands um 
like Walmart hard tools. And then I also have been doing a lot of um, work with the uh, Pennsylvania Tourism Board, which I lived in Philly and I also live in part of the year in Pittsburgh. So that's been a lot of a really good time with Steve Ford, Liam Ford's brother. So I've been spending a lot of time up there, that's like cool. eating and drinking and adventuring and, you know, oh, hiking and all hard. the things. Yeah. Well, I mean, this I mean, and, like, actually, the team would I'd be like, that. would rather not hike up a mountain with a camera package but you know we, we all have a good time <laughs> and okay i say that like it it was obviously hard i mean yeah, the yeah. logistics that y'all handle are mind-boggling but the the eating and drinking and like you know, yeah that's a great time cool. very yeah. delicious <laughs> very delicious i have some great places to recommend in pennsylvania all throughout the commonwealth but that's what i've been up to and then yeah and just bringing it home with design school like that's just been a really fun way to spend the winter here i don't know we're like halfway through editing the season right now so we'll have more cuts coming your way but they're they're literally pinging me while we're talking it's so exciting <laughs> okay well tell everyone where they can watch the show and how to actually see it or do you want me so to? i mean you, caroline we practiced this line so many times i mean you should know it by the back of your hand but I'll, it's my turn to do i it, do so. but I, you're but you're the guest you're the I'm guest, the guest so it's my, my turn. i'm the host i mean you're the guest now and so i'm going to give you instruction so the tables okay. have turned a little bit right, right, right so tune in so download on your streaming device qvc plus or you can go to qvcplus.com to watch there yes yeah but i do there you go you did great yeah it's on so it's and i i feel like i've been um fielding questions from friends it's like it's not on your mobile phone it is on your streaming like if on your smart television but you can so, watch it on your phone actually you can? Yeah, I found it on my phone because I was watching some of the other shows that they were doing. I mean, everywhere. Well, it's I definitely saw it on my TV because um, I have like one of those smart TVs and I was able to pull up the QVC app and boom, it was right yes. there. Let me just, I'm going on my phone as we speak. But just to clarify, it is not the regular QVC app because I do have no. that. That's like their shopping app. This is not that. No, it's like Q anytime, I think what it is. Yeah. But I, the easiest way to do it would definitely be to go to qvcplus.com or go onto your smart TV and look it, look it up right yeah. there and boom. And it, it yeah. is kind of great because they had the show on around Christmas with Busy Phillips, who I love. And she had on this like really fabulous checkered coat and I could just click and boom it was right there and it's very tempting it's like actually a, a, <laughs> it's a ridiculous way to watch we I'm really like, oh. want to make it as easy as possible for you to check <sighs> out <laughs> i mean so many cocktail tables sold like i can't stop talking about the cocktail table takeaway i just you know you need a place for your drink like right there yeah yeah and all different sizes that one needs that to we be use within... the bill pieces with the martini size right there but then like mm -hmm. some, like coffee and phone adjacent and then you know that is a great one for sectionals. So like, you know, there's always oh, like that multiples? spot in the corner where you're like, I can't fit anything. You're not close enough to an arm. So I have one of those and I just sort of like pop it into the corner. So yeah. smart. Yeah. That single drink martini table, you know, like it's like six inches around. But it's brilliant. Table. You're just like, but there's a place to put your stuff. And it's like very, it can go in any design. It's like a perfect design. It's what brass colored. It's gorgeous. And it's mm -hmm. just like substantial, but not too much. It doesn't take away from what you're, you know, the story you're trying to tell with the rest of the design in the room. I can't stop thinking about it. 
It's a good table. I really can't. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> Highly recommend. The other big hit of the crew was the um, fabulous trash can, the brass trash can that y'all have that we use. Yeah. But like everyone was like in our chat, like, did you see this trash can? I, mean, I think we need to buy this trash can, guys. Like, it's so beautiful. Like, it was, they were going on and on about the trash can. Like, have you seen anything? Brass no, I haven't. Bag. Wow. Yeah. That's a good one. I know. It's a good one. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to shop. It's fun to, you know, make, make the show and then shop yeah. on the slide. I mean, a lot of side conversation about like, what kind of sofa do we need? What color should I get? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like, I think I need drapes behind me. I live like the, the white drapes behind there. I'm like, I could do better. Maybe I need like some <laughs> sort of trim along the side. What would Michelle do? Yep. I think I need to call Kristen Kong. I have this beautiful oh tapestry. God. Do I need to frame it? How would Kristen do it? I don't know. And then I we were talking to the team that's going to like, There's I can't even tell you. There's an army that it takes to make this show you know, it's just a lot of people and we have people who come in and they help like color and make the audio sound great. And they're like, well, we do know one thing we've got to, it's okay to mix your metals. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> Cynthia Williams is like talking about how it's fine to mix your metals. This is like all cute, but you know, all these people are watching the show and they're repeating back all the fabulous tips and tricks that we talk about along the way. And it's resonating. So it's exciting. That's good. It's a yeah. good test kit, you know, like it's a good sort of like early. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a yeah. problem. It's working. It's working a little too well. <laughs> a little too well. I'm like, I'm looking at my outdoor okay. furniture. We're doing a little renovations here. I'm like, no, I, we just cannot keep those pillows. I think I need to buy more pillows. I think they need to be some umbrella performance fabric. I think that needs to happen. I, I know Ballard has them on the website. I'm looking through. I'm like, what can I put? It's fun. It's fun. But that's great. Yeah. Well, it was so much fun spending those 10 days with you and your crew. Y'all do amazing work. And I can't even tell you just seeing how it all turned out is because I never got to see like on the other side of the screen. So I left and was like, I literally have no idea what this is going to look like because I could never like see on the monitor, you know, and it just y'all did such an amazing job. So you did an amazing job too on this. Yeah, well, we feel the same way. And Caroline, I just, I know how sick you were. You did such a great job. <laughs> like, and it was, it was a total blast. And I do hope we get to do it again. Um, I do too. Because I, I, there's just like an endless amount of homes that we can go into and, and check out. But yeah, you did, like, it did not look like it was the first time you'd ever done TV. I'll tell you that much. Okay, well, um, you know what's going to make it to where we can do a season two is if everyone watches. So everyone go to your QVC Plus, your QVCplus.com or the QVC Plus app in your on your favorite streaming device and watch the show. It debuts March 24th. There'll be a new episode every week, I think every Friday. Yeah, every Friday. It is so much fun. And yeah, like we'll be posting about it on Instagram and stuff. So if you are following us in those places, you'll see it. Well, thanks for having me on the All show, right. guys. Yeah, I really appreciate it. This was fun to hang out again. So yes. I really appreciate the opportunity. So. Well, we've never talked about design television on the show before somehow. So, I mean, I don't know how we haven't, but yeah. So it was fun to dispel some of the mysteries of everyone's favorite shows yeah for sure 
And that's our show. You can find all of the show notes on our blog, howtodecorate.com slash podcast. To send in a decorating dilemma, email your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net so we can help you with your space. And of course, be sure to follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Until next time, happy Happy decorating. decorating.